0: The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, and only the host. You're listening to Bill Monty's Guide to Getting Older. And now, here's the man who takes no prisoners. It's Bill Monty. Hello, my friends. It is good to be speaking to you again. Welcome back to... Bill Monty's Guide to Getting Older. So there are several things that have occurred since we last spoke. So I'm going to take the first part of the program today to kind of talk about those things. And in the second part of the program, we're going to get to the government shutdown, uh, what that means, uh, how irritating it is. I'll just give you my thoughts on it. Well, we'll talk about that in the next segment. I wanted to uh, acknowledge first that since we last spoke, uh, World Alzheimer's Day was September 21st, and it's a day of remembrance for uh, those who are suffering with uh, with the, a horrible, horrible disease, Alzheimer's disease, and I want everyone out there who might be a caregiver of someone or someone who's been diagnosed recently and just remind you that there is help. You're not alone, and I I know it can feel like you are alone. But if you visit uh, www.alz.org or contact your local area agency on aging, and it might not be called that in your area. I remember, back in I think episode five, we talked about the area agencies on aging. But you know, visit your your state website, look for you know senior assistance or something like that. You'll you'll find what you're looking for. There's a lot of help there. Uh, you're not alone. You, there's there's respite care. There are daycare centers that can assist. And it can be trying, and and it can be hard on everyone. On September 21st, I visited a couple of uh, local sites that people were talking about for here in South Florida, and just sharing their stories of uh, what it's like. And it was heartbreaking. And it also lifted your spirit. You know, the, the spirit of the human being can be an amazing thing. But it just made me think that, you know, there's, there's got to be more that we can do and that I can do, actually, because doesn't it all start with you? Change starts with you. And it occurred to me that if I could get some of you to uh, perhaps be interviewed, maybe a small panel or just one-on-one and talk about your experience as a caregiver or your experience as someone who's been diagnosed, we could share that information. We could let help people. And that's what I'd I'd really like to do. We'll do everything, of course, in our power to make sure that you're anonymous, if that's what you would like. You know, we can change the name of everyone in the story. Um, But I think it's really important that people are talking about this, that there isn't a sense of shame or there isn't a sense of isolation. Because that's, that's not how it is. But I, I know it can feel that way. Certainly can feel that way if you've been caring for someone for a while. You know, one of the things about this disease, and I know because I have friends who, who you know, their parents uh, had Alzheimer's disease. And, you know, while the mind is is starting to do what it does, um, you know, the body still goes on. And I know it can be a lot so i want to help so just feel free to write to me at billmonty 4 at gmail.com Monty is m-o-n-t-y 4 at gmail.com if you would like to participate talk to me um i can interview you and tell the story for you but i think it's much better coming from you and again uh you know we'll keep it as private as we possibly can so please think about that i would love to get uh, this information out there and see how many people we can help. The second thing that I want to talk about is sort of along the same lines is I would like to be able to talk to some of you. You know, one of the things that's frustrating about a podcast format versus when I was on radio is that, you know, when we would do the radio show, people could call in and we could have conversations. We'd bring up topics. We would talk to people, you'd get feedback. And that's not the way a podcast works. So I sit here and kind of just speak to you, but a lot of times I don't know what's going on. And so I'd like to get feedback from you, you know, so share it on the Facebook page if you can, or, uh, you know, write to me at the the Gmail uh, email address. But I'd like to find a way to start telling the stories of the average American. So Obviously, if you're famous, you know, maybe a movie star or a radio star or a musician or a politician, you you know, your story lives on for a while. It's, It's kind of amazing to me when I'm around some younger people and I might mention a name like, you know, Jimmy Stewart or Catherine Hepburn or Bob Greasy. And they have no idea who this person is. Now, these are famous people who think their stories would live forever. Now, granted, you know, people like Susan B. Anthony, you know, George Washington, you know, we know their stories because they've become part of Americana. And I believe that Americana actually is our stories. The regular people who get up and we work and we just live our lives and we raise children and we just sometimes are just taking care of our little corner of the world as best we can. But within that lifetime of each of us, our stories are amazing things. I'll give you an example. I had uh, a recent occasion. Uh, I was able to speak with a lady. She's in her 80s. Um, she was born in New York. She was born Deaf. Her parents refused to let that be a handicap for her. And they taught her always that she could do whatever she wanted to do. She taught herself to read lips. She taught herself to fight because she had to, because she was picked on as a child. The funny thing she said was, after I taught myself to fight, I taught myself to run because I wasn't a very good fighter. Uh, Her spirit was amazing. And as I was talking to her, she was telling me the stories she uh, her her mother uh, arranged for her and her sister to go to dance class. Now, she can't hear the music, but she could feel the vibrations. Her sister dropped out. She went on to become a dance teacher. Isn't that wild? Uh, She got hearing aids, you know, as she got older, she said they didn't really help as much. She uh, now has uh, the implants that allow her to hear more than she's ever heard in her life. But she was smiling the entire conversation. She was one of the kindest people I've ever met. And she talked about how she goes to her senior center and she likes to speak to everyone and lift their spirits because sometimes they're down. Now, here's a woman who could have just fallen into pity, but she didn't. She chose to rise up and live her life on her terms. Isn't that a great story? So I think these are stories that we could be telling. If you would like your story told, if there's a part of your life that you would like told, we're not looking for our, you know, from, you know, DNA on. But, you know, what were the highlights? What are the things that were important to you? Was there a special holiday, a special Christmas? The first time you fell in love? A special memory of a parent? You know, it doesn't have to be about you. Talk about someone who's important to you. Talk about someone who who mattered to you in life. I can think of so many people that helped shape me into the Bill Monty that I am for better or for worse. <laughs> so again, write to me at BillMonte04 at gmail.com. I don't even know what we're going to call this segment yet. I haven't come up with a, a, a title for it, but you know, I'd like it. I, I remember, uh, if you, if you're old enough, like me, you could remember a man named Charles Corralt. Here's another one. A lot of people don't know who Charles Corralt is. He was a newsman for CBS who started a segment called On the Road with Charles Guralt. And he would get in a van with a cameraman and a sound guy. And for one summer each year, they would travel America to small towns and talk to the people and tell their stories. These would be little, what, five-minute segments that would be on the CBS News. He was the first host of CBS Sunday Morning. He had a very kind, laid-back style about him. He was very likable. And that's what I'd like to see if we can do with this. I'd like to tell the stories of the average American. So again, Bill Monty zero four at gmail.com. That would be terrific. Um, you know, please go ahead and, and, uh, and, and drop me a line because I would love to get this started in the next month or next two months anyway, and see where it goes here. The final thing I'll say is since we talked, I've been going through some health issues and, uh, Boy, the frustration of the medical system these days. So I was, I, I was scheduled for, uh, you know, just a regular checkup with my doctor. Hadn't been feeling well. He recommended getting a chest x-ray and seeing a cardiologist, which I did. Ended up about five or six days later in the emergency room, uh, feeling like I was having a heart attack. It turned out not to be. Thank you. follow-up visits, the the insurance questions, what gets paid, what doesn't get paid, the the hoops you have to jump through are so frustrating. It occurred to me that the, the, the process of getting well can actually make you sick. And that's not the way it should be in this country. So anyway, I'm feeling better, you know, but still taking it easy, cautious and good news, bad news. Everything is coming back negative, but that means they don't know what's making me feel bad. So I guess there's more tests and more doctors on the horizon. Hmm. That also reminds me, we do have the promised Medicare. I had hoped to have the Medicare segment done by now. Unfortunately, the person who was going to do it, who had volunteered to come in and give us information, dropped out without explanation. Big surprise. So uh, I'm looking for a substitute. If not, I will just give you my best go at explaining Medicare just as someone who has gone through the process and and tell you what I know. Because that time is coming up. The commercials are flying. The stuff is coming through in the mail. And if you've never done Medicare before, you you might think you know everything you need to know. Chances are you don't. Come this time of year, or when you have to sign up for it, you must be very Medicareful. And on that bad pun... We're going to take a break, and we'll see you on the flip side. Hi, Bill Monty here, asking you to please remember to let us know what you think about what's happening with the program at BillMonty04 at gmail.com, or by joining us on the Facebook page, Bill Monty's Guide to Getting Older. It's a behind-the-scenes peek at what's going on. And I'd like you to share your thoughts about what's happening. What would you like to see or hear more of or less of in our programs? We'll see if we can accommodate. We'd appreciate you listening and we will see you on the flip side. All right. Thank you. And welcome back. Well, it's that time of year again, friends. No, I'm not talking about fall beginning, which is wonderful. No, I'm not talking about the holiday seasons which are approaching. I'm talking about that time of year where the government threatens to shut down once more. Seems like we do this about twice a year now, isn't it? And I, for one, am getting tired of it. And I don't know why we continue to re-elect people and put them into office who can't keep America running. Fundamentally, that is the job of the people that we elect. Run the business that we call America by the way little reminder you work for us and when you don't run the company well and some people get laid off and some people don't get paid and parks start shutting down and services stop you're not doing your job well and if I went to work and did my job that way I would be out of a job yet for some reason We continue to put these bozos back in office every year. And you want to know why they're not really worried about it. If there is a government shutdown, which right now, as I speak, is five days away. Hopefully it's resolved by the time you hear this. And then this rant will be for nothing. (laughs) Do members of Congress still get paid in a government shutdown? Well, in case you're worried about your representatives, don't. Yes, they get paid. So why should they try to keep everything going? In Article 1, Section 6 of the Constitution, compensation for members of Congress is differentiated from that of most federal workers. The senators and representatives shall receive a compensation for the services to be ascertained by law and paid out of the Treasury of the United States. That section reads. Now, if they were able to do that, and, and in addition to the language of the 27th Amendment, which prohibits any law varying the compensation, get this, get this amendment, The 27th Amendment, prohibits any law varying the compensation for the services of the senators and representatives until the next election is often interpreted as a constitutional requirement that lawmakers be paid on time. They passed a law, an amendment to the Constitution which takes a lot of work, folks. But apparently not when the thing you're preserving is not women's rights. is not anything else. Making sure they get paid on time. That they got time for. That they can get through no problem. That everybody seems to agree on. Keeping the government running. Eh, got a little problem with that. Unbelievable absolutely unbelievable so here we go again air traffic controllers would largely continue to work although training for new staff members would cease so that's not good some people will be forced to work but they won't get paid until the whole thing is resolved Good news, benefits such as Medicare and Social Security also continue uninterrupted because they are authorized by Congress in separate laws that do not need to be renewed every year. And medical care of veterans also goes unaffected. So that's good news. But I got even better news for you. Wouldn't it be great if we could just keep the damn country running? If we could just put aside political differences to run the company of America better? How's that for an idea? I'm telling you. I'm so fed up. And I've said it before. This isn't a Democrat, Republican thing. God, we we, we need need a a third party, a common sense party or something of people who just want to help each other. You know, I, I... I, I don't know how we can expect anything to change when lobbyists control what is done. And the people who receive the benefit of lobbyists are the people who vote and make the laws. Until we get rid of the lobbyists, Shakespeare get rid of the, said get rid of the lawyers first. No, get rid of the lobbyists first. Then maybe this country will have a chance again. Absolutely ridiculous what's going on. Absolutely ridiculous we have to go through this again. Wow. Wow, oh, wow. I'd love to hear what you think. Write to me at Bill Monty, billmonty B-I-L-L-M-O-N-T-Y, Monty 4 at gmail.com. Let me know. Would you like to see things change, yes or no? And how would you like to see them change? I'm going to make this a contest, folks. You write to me at Monty 4 at gmail.com. And I'm going to select one lucky winner to receive a prize. And then I'll contact you and we'll we'll arrange to get it to you. Monty 4 at gmail.com That is about all the time we have. Please remember, my friends, uh, we're looking for stories. We're looking for your stories and the stories of the of people you know or people that you loved that we could tell. There are so many great stories to be told. It would be great if they could be told here at Bill Guide. To getting older. And I leave you with this thought. There's a movement right now. One of the presidential candidates, Nikki Haley, has said that people should we should move the retirement age to 70. Just remember that the people who would like to move the retirement age to 70, a lot of them are the same people who won't hire you after you reach age 50. Okay? Keep that in mind. Keep in mind too that. You have within you the power today to make a difference in someone's life. Never forget the difference that you make and that you can make in the lives of others. My friends, please take care of yourself. And we will see you next time on Bill Monty's Guide to Getting Older, where we will see you on the flip side.